And I love how Romans Shepherd 1 through 3 are set up. And it's the different type of person that's not justified by himself. You know, you've got the unbeliever, not just, you've got anybody, just the, the regular man that has proof by God's creation. He's guilty. And then you've got the religious man who thinks his own works are his righteousness. Guilty. And then you got the moral man who thinks, and we, we and this guy, this is a good one too. We've got the moral man that says, well, I'm a good person. Like I give to needy. I mean, I'm not mean. I'm not a murderer or anything like that. I sin, but not that bad. I'm not that kind of sinner. And uh, but I don't. I don't believe that Jesus is the way. I, I don't believe in God. All three are not justified. And and I love how Romans does that. It's such a perfect, perfect work by the Holy Spirit of God through Paul. One of the main things you oh, you're a hypocrite. Oh, you think this. You think you're better than me. You think this that. Well, guess what? Open your eyes, people. Here's God. He's not leaving nobody out. He's sitting there telling you, said, okay, and you're sitting over there in the corner. If you think you're okay, think again. Because if you're not okay with me, you're not okay. It doesn't matter what you think in your own mind or whether everybody around you pats you on the back. It only matters if, if you're right with God because he is life. Think about it, because I'm just t taking a situation. Let's say somebody did you wrong. Are you going in there talking about, yeah, they did this and they did that and they had no right to do this and this was wrong and there's no way, I mean, they're going to, you know, is that all that you're thinking about? And I'm talking about brothers and sisters in the Lord here. Is that all you're thinking about? Or are you thinking about, God, what, how, how do you want me to respond to this? Good morning, brothers and sisters. I hope you've had a blessed day. I hope this finds you in a blessed season and a blessed day, blessed evening, whatever time it is. I hope it's blessed. Uh, thank you for joining us again with another episode of Coffee and Romans. We just finished up wrapping up chapter one. Took us three episodes, but we got through it. Such a good chapter. Ended with a bang, but we just got started. The, this, uh, the book of Romans is so key to, uh, to Christian doctrine in general. It's it, the, the backstory of the book tells the story itself. You know, Paul is writing this to non-Jewish believers, and, and it's a guidebook on, on everything, on the diagnosis of sin, on practicality, like how to live as a Christian, on what happened. Uh, it goes from chapters 9, 10, and 11, talks about Israel's state, before Israel, now Israel. It just covers all of it. And uh, we are starting chapter 2 now. And we're real, real, real excited about that. But, Dad, I wanted you to, before we get started, did you want to uh, just go over Chapter 1, what we talked about? We, it just seems like it's been so long on Chapter 1 with one basic theme. And uh, you want to help describe that real quick? Yeah, uh, sure. It just, uh, Chapter 1 basically was just talking about uh, just really kind of starting and and showing the state of man in his relationship with God you know and how you know how we have fallen and uh, we really kind of hit on that the last episode you know because the last episodes uh, really just talks about what happens when you turn your your back from your source of life and that's who God is to us he is our life and so when you turn your back on that you you find out uh, uh many uh terrible things begin to happen and so things become evident you know and uh, we we really need to thank god that he 
he shined his light so that we could begin to see these things because man gropes around in the darkness and without God's light, we wouldn't even be able to see that. So it's literally God's mercy that he even shows us these things so that we can be enlightened to be able to see what's really happening. And then it's just a matter of us humbling ourselves to receive what God has shown us. But what we're going to see going into this next section here is so blessed. You're going to see the perfect uh, compassion, love, and justice of God, because God is not a respecter of persons. And you're going to see that as we go into this next chapter, because when God was talking about the, you know, the world, uh, he's fixing, <laughs> he's fixing to talk to turn his light around and say, Hey, okay. And you over there in the corner, I'm talking to you now. And so we're going to see the perfect justice and truth of God and how no one is going to get away with anything that they shouldn't be doing because life is life and death is death. And it doesn't matter who you are or who you say you are. God is going to shine his light on both sides. And I love, we were talking about this yesterday too. And I love how Romans chapters one through three are set up and it's the different type of person. That's not justified by himself. You know, you've got the unbeliever, not just, you've got anybody, just the, the regular man that has proof by God's creation He's guilty. And then you've got the religious man who thinks his own works are his righteousness. Guilty. And then you got the moral man who thinks, and we, we and this guy, this is a good one too. We've got the moral man that says, well, I'm a good person. Like I give to needy. I mean, I'm not mean. I'm not a murderer or anything like that. I sin, but not that bad. I'm not that kind of sinner. And uh, But I don't I don't believe that Jesus is the way. I, I don't believe in God. All three are not justified. And, and I love how Romans does that. It's such a perfect perfect work by the Holy Spirit of God through Paul to to help us right now in 2023 to to prophesy 2023 newscasts in that last chapter we just we just read and uh, help us go through life today but uh without further ado dad we want to start with verse one yes. uh, dad do you have it up or do yes, you want I me do. to read it okay did you want to yeah, read I it? can read it. I can read it, it says uh Therefore, you have no excuse, every one of you who passes judgment. For in that which you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things. And we know that the judgment of God rightly falls upon those who practice such things. So as you see, just in the first two verses, now God is changing it around. He's saying, okay, he just got done talking about what happens when you turn from God and all the sinful things, the, the, you know, the, the, the death, the, uh, you know, disobedience, the, the haters of God, all the different things that come about when you turn away from God. And now you got the people sitting in over there in the other corner, just in case. And, and I love this because what is one of the primary things, John, that you always hear from, from unbelievers or people that are fighting against submitting to the truth? One of the main things you, Oh, you're a hypocrite. Oh, you think this, you think you're better than me. You think this, that, well, guess what? Open your eyes, people. Here's God. He's not leaving nobody out. He's sitting there telling you, said, okay. And you're sitting over there in the corner. If you think you're okay, think again, because if you're not okay with me, you're not okay. It doesn't matter what you think in your own mind or whether everybody around you pat you on the back. It only matters if, if you're right with God, because he is life. Or it doesn't matter what you what sin you decide God cares about and doesn't right. care about. So this isn't That's just right. to the people who try to break blame uh, use 
Christianity's hypocrisy and judgment as an excuse not to come to the truth. This also goes mm -hmm. to the hypocrisy, the hypocrite. Yeah. Remember when Jesus walked the earth? That's all he was battling was hypocrisy. He was battling this here. These sitting back, pointing fingers, making up these man-made, twisted religions under or reason rules under the banner of God to really have their own little things. And God's just he's he's taking it all right here. He's like, no, not you either. All of us, all of us need to look at this. That's why that's I love right. this. That's why I love this book. And and that's what what really is he's saying here. He's he's saying as we 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 transition through chapter one, there were at the end of that we're talking about we're talking about people who are just openly sinning. They're not hiding anything. This is who we are. We're doing all these things. It says they openly do these things. Now the the light is turning to those people who do these things but don't openly do these things you see and that's yep. why he's pointing the light there and say oh you that's why i said you over there hiding in the corner you don't think anybody sees you guess what i see you yep. god sees all things nothing is hidden from his light so that's all he's saying you know he's just saying that hey he's going to and as we go through this we'll just continue on because it's going to really be self-explanatory what god is saying here you know, so in going into verse three now, it says, but do you suppose this, O man, that when you pass judgment on those who practice such things and do the same yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? There you go. Again, this is why I'm, we're saying that this is what God's saying. He says it right there. He says, you who are practicing the same things, do you think you're going to escape the judgment of God just because you think that nobody sees you? Guess what? God said, now I do see you and I'm going to bring every act to the light. I mean, that's what we're going to see as we go through this. And that's that's why it's so important, guys, whether you're scared to do it or not, you bring God into the picture. You bring his light into the picture because sometimes you do these things and you don't even notice it. You got to look deep at your motives. See, God's coming to judge the intentions and the motives of man's heart, not just what you do when everybody's watching. And that's right. what and we don't we'll do these things and we don't even notice it. But if we look deep down, it's a selfishness. It's 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 a deflection of pointing at someone else so no nobody looks at you. And sometimes we don't even notice we do that. And that's why it's so important to have God shine his light to show you, hey, this is what your real motive is. We need to be praying, God, what's my motive? Deep down, show it to me. Show me if there's anything bad in me so that I can fix it. Because if there is hidden bad things, and it's causing me to sin against you, it's still sin. And we need to get those things cleaned out. But guys, I don't want anybody to be overwhelmed here. God is proving a point on the necessity of a savior here. He's trying to get right. all the excuses out. That's right. Okay, he's not saying you're a perfect person. If you're not perfect, you're not gonna make it. He's saying there's no way to be perfect. And I'm showing you, there is nobody excluded from this. We all need a savior. And that's, that's what God's trying to point out for us. So don't let the enemy come in with condemnation. Accept conviction, okay? If you got a little stomach feeling that's like, oh, I got to get some things straightened out, <laughs> that's a good thing. That means God's still talking to you. But don't don't let it don't let the enemy come with condemnation because this is a prime target for when he'll try to do it to scare you away from God's word, and we can't do that. Amen. That's a perfect segue, John, into the to the next. Uh next verse verse four it says or do you think lightly of the riches of his kindness and tolerance and patience not knowing that the kindness of god leads you to repentance so again he's saying what you just said i mean god it's actually god's mercy and love he has for everyone 
He has that mercy and love for everyone because he, he's trying to lead us to turn from, from, the, from the way that is not life unto him who is life. That's what he's trying to do. And so it's very, very so true that it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. I love this verse because because so many times, you know, we, we come through these ages and there's different people that, and, and believe me, there's a time for everything under the sun to bring forth things. But you have a lot of these, what they call fire and brimstone type preachers. Okay. And there's nothing, like I said, there's a time for everything. You got to know all those things. Some people need that. There's a time, there's a time to tell everybody there's a pit over there that you're going to fall in if you don't watch where you're going. So there's a time to speak that. But ultimately, this verse says it's the kindness of God that actually leads people to repentance. And that's why we try to stress here, too, that the love of God, the true love of God, what he did, he sent his own son. He didn't hold anything back so that that we would be able to look to him and say, that is a father right there that I want to be. I want to be in his family. Ultimately, that's what he's doing. It's the kindness of God, ultimately that leads people to repentance. So all I, I encourage you and my brothers and sisters out there, if you're having to speak to people, and sometimes, like I said, there's a time to have to really speak the truth, no matter how much it hurts. But remember, it's the kindness of God that leads people to repentance. Don't get caught up on that side of it and forget that 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 it's his love that's ultimately going to draw people to him. That's right. And sometimes it is needed, like Dad said. Sometimes people need to, people are just walking around oblivious, like there is no, I mean, some people actually believe that. They practice that as a practicing religion, that there is just no play, you know, there's no separation from God. There, There's not this consequences, consequence from separating ourselves from God. So some people do need that. We're not going against, it. like my dad said, he nailed it. Like, well, we'll say Solomon said, God through Solomon said, there's a time for everything. And that's, that's definitely needed. But if we're not basing this on what God said, his love, it's it's a lot harder because th- that verse is pretty clear about that. But yep. dad, we go ahead. Verse five. Yeah, no, I was just going to go. It just, it just leads us in now. It talks about in verse five, it says, but because of your, but see, there's the, but <laughs> he said, oh, the kindness of God leads you, but because of your stubbornness and unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to each person according to his deeds, to those who by perseverance in doing good seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. But to those who selfish ambition, selfishly ambitious and do not obey the truth, but obey a righteousness, wrath, and indignation. So right there, you got the two different things that going on to talking about what we were just talking about, John. It said, there's going to be a day when there's going to be the day of wrath, of revelation, of the righteous judgment. God is going to judge righteously. Again, going back to the theme of what we're talking about in this chapter, he's telling both sides. I see it all. There's nothing hidden from my sight. So I always told people this because so many times, I mean, I don't care what the situation is. You go and you talk to someone. If there's an issue going on, it's always, well, they did this and they did this and they did that. And my answer to that is, okay, what did you do? What are you going to do? 
Because the question is always going to come down to that. And John's heard me tell that many times. On that day, it's going to be you and God. It's not going to be you and God and Joe and Bob and Sue or whatever, or this situation or this person or this place or whatever it is. It's going to be you and God. And so he's going to look at you just like, you know, I've said before, if, if let's say you, you righteously are saying that this person did you wrong. So you're going to go to God and say, Oh, he did this. He did that. He did that. She, Oh, she did this or whatever. And he's going to look at you and say, okay, I'm, I'm fixing to talk to them. They're next in line. Exactly. I'm talking to you right now. Now, what are you going to do? This is about you now. This isn't about what they're going to do. It's going to be about what you did, what your reaction was to what they did. It's going to be about you. It's not going to be about all that. So ultimately, we all have to step into the light about ourselves. We're not going to be able to hide behind someone else or even what someone else did wrong or right. We're going to have to stand for ourselves. We're going to see that in the end because one of the verses I want to close with really speaks about that, saying that everything's going to be brought to light in that day. And I just love how, you know, verse 5, is it says, storing up wrath for yourself. This all comes down to two, two situations. You're either with God, you, you're, you, you abide with God, and the fruit of that is these deeds that you'll be judged by, each person to themselves, by their deeds. If you're with God, the fruit of that is these deeds or if you're not you're storing up wrath for yourself it's either separation from god that's right separation from your life or it you have life you have life flowing through you it really is down to these two things the reason why this gets so complicated for people is because whichever one you choose the fruit of that is all of this here right so if you choose god the fruit of that is these deeds the fruit of that is life and if you choose to be separated from God, the fruit of that is death. Is the last, the end of the last chapter. The fruit of that is death, and and I think that's where people get mixed up. But the bottom line is, it's a choice. You either plug into your life source or you try to find your own, which doesn't exist. It doesn't. Yep, that's exactly right, John. You're so true, and and that's why I was saying that you're you're right. I, I love it in verse seven, and it says, "But but those who by perseverance in doing good seek for glory." So there's a perseverance in this life, no matter what you, you got to persevere. But what are you persevering for? Are you persevering for God? Or are you doing like in verse eight, but to those who selfish ambition and do not obey the truth. You see, it's the two different things. Are you persevering for the, for the things of glory and honor and immortality? Are you persevering for those things? What does that mean in practical reality? That means if so-and-so does this, let's, let's, let's just take the situation of, of, of someone doing you wrong. Okay, they did wrong. God's going to deal with that. Everything's going to be brought to the light. We just got done talking about that. But now God's going to look to you. Are you persevering? Are you seeking good? Are you listening to the truth? So when you come to me and I tell you, yeah, they did you wrong, but you know what I want you to do? I want you to be like your father in heaven. And I want you to love them. And I want you to forgive them. And I want you to walk in my light. That's persevering for doing good. And seeking the glory that God wants for you. Notice it's not about them. God's looking at you. He's saying, okay, I'm going to deal with them. What they did, I'll, I'll take care of that. But right now I'm looking at you. What did you do with what they did? That's what yep. he's going to be asking you about. And, and so that's why. And you see the both the two different sides here. You can be selfish and say, well, I don't care. You can, you can deny it all you want. But what you're doing is you're not obeying the truth. 
What is the truth? God. And God says, hey, I want you to do this. If you're not doing that, then that's a type of selfish ambition. Yeah. I mean, what you, it's, it's, that's what it is. It's selfish. Those who are selfishly ambitious, that's what it all boils down to. And we're going to use dad's illustration for an example. Somebody does wrong to you. You, you, the selfish route is to make yourself feel better, so-called feel better, and, and get them back and repay them and, and get your vengeance on it. That's the selfish ambition. Or you can glorify your father with your forgiveness. Father forgave you. Father forgave us. And he wants to show that love prevails all through his creation. So when, you're, when you choose to forgive somebody instead of getting them back for your own selfish ambitions, you are glorifying your Father. And that's what all this is about. Do you want to glorify yourself or do you want to glorify your Father? And everything in our flesh is in opposition to glorifying the Father. That is where the battle is, right there. Yep. So selfish is feeding the flesh what it wants, which is in opposition to God. And, not, and the other route is to glorify your Father, which is going to be a battle for your flesh. So don't think for one second, just because we're saying this and God's saying this, that it's not a battle. It is. We have to. we got to battle Absolutely. it every day. Absolutely, John. And that's so true. And I, I mean, I just want, I just challenge everybody to think about this, your thought pattern. Next time you're in a, in a situation like that, think about what, what are you thinking about? Think about it. Because I'm just t- taking a situation. Let's say somebody did you wrong are you going in there talking about yeah they did this and they did that and they had no right to do this and this was wrong and there's no way i mean they're gonna is that all that you're thinking about and i'm talking about brothers and sisters in the lord here is that all you're thinking about are you thinking about god what how how do you want me to respond to this is that where you're i mean that's where our thought pattern should be it shouldn't be on all this they did this and did all that it should be on okay god I know you see all things. What do you want me to do? How do you want me to respond to this? And all of a sudden, you will be one of those who are persevering and seeking good for the glory and stuff and not walking in that, just thinking of your selfish ambition. What I think, what I, what, why I'm hurt, all these things, all of a sudden, you're letting that go and you're persevering for good. And God said, in those things, you're going you're gonna to see you're going to see eternal life and honor and glory in the end because I see all things. But if you want to continue to do those other things, God says, hey, I'm going to deal with those too. That's all he's saying right here. He's a righteous judge, and his judgments yep. are correct, and they're just. Uh, you want yep. to finish? Since in the waning minutes yeah, let's, of this, you want to go ahead and knock out this first passage and get to 11? Yeah, yeah we're going to do what uh, through 11, I think, right here. We're just going to finish this out. We're going to do 9, 10, 11 here. And it says, there will be tribulation and distress for every soul of man who does evil, of the Jew first and also of the Greek, but glory and honor and peace to everyone who does good, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for there is no partiality with God. There, verse 11 pretty much sums up what this section is talking about right here and what we've been saying. There's no partiality. It doesn't matter who you are. But notice how God is saying there. There's no partiality. I'm still going to deal with you. Whether you say, because we talked about that last week. We talked about how God in chapter 1, it talks about how God made all these things evident to everyone. But the truth is suppressed. So you don't know. So you so just because you say, well, I don't know the things of God. Well, guess what? God knows better because God put it in you to know. And he knows that a lot of times we don't know because we suppress the truth. 
It's not because we haven't heard. It's because we suppress the truth. But that, what he's saying is, that's not going to be an excuse on that day either, as well as that. But for someone who does know, or whether someone who doesn't know, it doesn't matter. God's still going to shine his light. There's no partiality with God. It's just, it's. I mean, it's pretty simple. There's, there's good or there's evil. Two choices. There's God or there's without God. And that's what it is. It doesn't matter where you're Jewish. Doesn't matter if you you're a good person morally. Doesn't matter if you go to church every Sunday. It matters the thoughts and motives of your heart. Are they to glorify the Father or are they to glorify yourself? And guys, if you get this thing and you feel overwhelmed, this is when we go to prayer. That's exactly what we do. It's it's not. Yep. It conviction is the first step to understanding you got an issue. That means God's now talking to you. Now it's time to talk back. Say, okay, God, I see. I don't know what I'm doing. I may have some motives. Show me my motives and give me the strength to let them go. I want to choose you. That's where my heart is. My heart is for you, God. But obviously, I have some flesh motives in there that I need to take care of. And just lay it before him. He's going to finish the work he started in you. But the first step is to admitting. And before you can admit, you need conviction. And the only way to get conviction is to ask God to shine his light. Because it's like it says in this last verse, there is no partiality. It doesn't matter how many times you go to church on Sunday. It doesn't matter if you're a Jew or a Gentile. It matters where your heart is. Is your heart for selfish ambition or is your heart to glorify the Father? Exactly. And and there's no, like like you said earlier, John, there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. We, we, we just need to be walking in the light. Like we As we spoke earlier, you know, it's the love of God. It's it's the kindness of God that leads people to repentance. So we know we have we serve a loving, merciful God. So we shouldn't be afraid to be open with Him. We shouldn't be afraid to come to Him and face whatever issues we may have. We can draw it and we can lay it at His feet, and He's going to He's going to take care of it for us. But I just really wanted to close with a couple passages here. Uh, just a couple verses that sums us up. This is, comes from the book of Ecclesiastes, and it was, you know, inspired, of course, by the Spirit of God. But but it was written by Solomon, who was the wisest man man on earth, because God gave him the wisdom, and and part of his 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 uh, I guess commission was to search a lot of things out, just in and just looking around and seeing, hey, what's the wisdom in all this? And he did a lot of things. You read the book Ecclesiastes, talks about all the things he did. Did this, did that, did this, did everything. But in the end, this was his conclusion, and this was so perfect because it really just sums up what we said right here. In verse chapter twelve, verse thirteen, it says, "This this is the conclusion when all has been heard is fear God." and keep his commandments because this applies to every person for God will bring every act to judgment everything which is hidden whether it's good or evil so that really just kind of sums it up right there if you want to that's the conclusion the conclusion is God is God and he's a merciful loving God but there's nothing hidden from his sight so if we think that we're walking and we're going to have something hidden and we're going to like I've spoken before we think we're going to walk in that day and say, hey, you know, and talk to God like a good old boy. And this is all going to be worked out after I talk to him. No, God sees all things. He knows the motives and intentions of everyone's heart. So if you're going to lay it down and become open, now's the time to do it. Now's the time to do it in this age of grace and lay it before his feet so that then you can become a true 
disciple of him and be able to walk in this life starting now, which will last for eternity. Praise God. And now is the time to pray. Amen. We are wrapped up. <laughs> All right, Dad, you want to pray for them? Amen. Father, we just thank you uh, for another time of sitting at your feet and feeding from your table, Lord. We love you. We thank you. We thank you for your kindness, Lord, that has led us to repent us, Lord, and that will lead anyone who is just willing to humble themselves before you, Lord, and that you, will, you, the author of life, will give that to them. We thank you that nothing's hidden from your sight. We thank you that we can rest, Lord, that you are a righteous judge, full of mercy and loving kindness. And Lord, we present anything that we may have, Lord. Search us, Lord, and know our hearts, Lord. Reveal anything in us that is not pleasing to you, that doesn't attain to life, Lord. Show us, and then give us the power and the strength to walk in it, Lord. We praise you. We give you all honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, brothers and sisters, God bless you. We will see you next time. We're going to try, God willing, to do this every week. You'll know if it's a good one, if there's any kind of delay, like last week's. So, uh, Amen. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> keep keep your head up, guys. Remember, this is God's Word. The more you take in, sometimes I, I always wanted to tell people this. When I first started reading the Word, sometimes I would just read it, and I wouldn't really retain it, wouldn't understand it. It'll all come in due time. It's there. It's in your spirit, and God will bring it up when it's time. So God Amen. bless you. We love you. You guys have a good one. Peace be with y'all.